Breakfast. Jake here, joined by my dear friend Seamus. How are you? I'm well. Happy to see you. Vertical. Uh, I got up. I've been studying my previous opening performances, and I've realized that I'm a little too low energy when I open. So I'm trying to bring something new today. Is that why you took that little tiger snooze for an hour and a half the while TS I watched you sleep? was important. Also, there's, there's a new wall of the land here. That I've uh, decided on, and you tell me whether or not you can follow it. An eye for an eye, and a pie for a pie. What? You you bought me a, a shit ass bagel three hours earlier, and you think that could tie me over for an hour and a half? That's right. An eye for an eye, and a pie for a pie. I say we when we make an appointment, and if we fail to make the appointment on time, meaning vertical, I get paid an hour early the rate, vice versa. What, for like foregone wages, you're unemployed? Yeah. <laughs> you got nothing else to do. I need some extra cash. Are you kidding me? You're not missing anything income generating here. You don't know that. Let's get into it. What do you got for us today? Yeah, so I, I've been unemployed for two and a half, bearing down on three months. This time. This time. <laughs> That's a good point. Let's note that. Uh, first time I've been unemployed with a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's kind of a new I experience. have been thinking about that recently. That has to change the dynamic. It also doesn't help that the girlfriend works from home. Yeah. So after like, you know, I think she gave me a week or two of like, you know, let him figure it out. And then after I made, I'll give you a rundown of trips. But in the last two and a half months, I've made trips to Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Seattle, D.C., New York, and Hawaii. Yeah, it's not always a good look right there. Um, I was talking to one of our friends recently about your situation where like, ah, you know, Seamus will figure it out. It'll be fine. Worst case scenario, he just moves back into somebody's closet. (laughs) Then we're like, ooh, but he's got the baggage now. I don't know that there's enough room in the overhead bin there back in the closet. Yeah. Yeah. The luggage you're carrying along with you. Yeah. I mean, that wouldn't be, she wouldn't think fondly of that. But after about two weeks, she's like, well, when are you going to get back on job? This or that. I go, well, let me see if, uh, you know, I can, I can, the sugar mama jokes weren't really working out. I'm saying that, you know, she needs to provide. We have another trip coming up. Shockingly. That sounds like a classic, stupid, shameless decision. Just yeah. being tone deaf as fuck. Yeah. So <coughs> I decided it was a good idea to meet with her father individually when we were down there. Oh, we went to Phoenix as well for a wedding. Yeah. You said it's a good idea to meet with her father and not to ask for a hand. Not to ask for a hand. But she goes, what are you going to talk to your dad about? That's I was great. like, well, you know, different things. Classic tone guest shit. Really we got a guest on the show. Yeah. Briefly. Uh, walk-in guest. Boosh. Thank right. you. Interrupt. Um, so, met with her, him for an hour and a half. Uh, and then I quietly revealed how uh, I'm unemployed. And from that generation, that's not really like frowned, you know highly of why would you need to talk to him about this well just kind of telling him how you know my plan and what my plan of attack was uh you know and he politely said uh you know get a fucking job and then i moved on (laughs) i moved on to uh do you have any details on how he said it 
No, he, he said in a lot more of a polite manner. Okay. You know, he's from a different generation, the greatest generation, a lot of people would say. A lot of people between the ages yeah. of 55 and he's 80. He's not from the greatest generation. I digress. So then I'm like, well, let me meet her aunt. He's from the greatest generation, you need to be born in 1920. Right. Again, technicalities. Okay. So then I went and met with her aunt in Seattle, solo trip, visiting some uh, siblings and nieces. Met her for lunch, and she got dressed up, and she immediately walks in. She's like, I thought you were going to ask for her hand here, kind of her second yeah. mother. I go, no, no. And then I tell my plan of trying to move and this or that. And she goes, well, look, you know, you're kind of hitting a sore spot here. My first husband was a deadbeat bartender. So <laughs> I don't want the same thing for, you know, our, our golden flower here. That was what drove him apart was his being a deadbeat and a bartender. And also that they had a son that, you know, he couldn't really support. Yeah. Um, so then, so then in the back of my head, I go, well, there goes the whole, you know, for content, go be a bartender waiter type deal. That'd probably be frowned upon. That was something you were legitimately thinking about? Yeah. Good content. I mean, it's, people are crazy in the city. You don't need content, though. You need a job. Yeah, but if my job was a bartender, content comes you in. You get both. Not a bad ploy for about a month or two, no? Think about the people out of touch reality in the city. Like yourself? Yeah, well, I've never claimed to be in touch. Uh, so, you know, that was, that was an epic fail. My dad was also in town for three weeks while I was unemployed. I told him about the second weekend that I was unemployed. Oh, you did tell him? I, I did thought you were saying, oh, because he came back around. He came back around. He's yeah. bebopping around California. And uh, he was a little oh, hurt. It went well. He was also hurt when he came back to town, like Charlie Brown hurt, because he came to my apartment. And this is after I informed him verbally over the phone three or four times that I wasn't going to be around. Yeah. yeah. And then he just shows up like Wednesday afternoon, and the roommate was like, <clears throat> no, he's not here. He's in Las Vegas. Yeah. And then he took his little blanket and crawled out of there and was sad. So then I quickly flew back <laughs> to entertain him, picked him up, and went on a little mini moon with my dad for my 32nd birthday we spent down in Morrow Bay. Okay. So for you know geographical reasons, Morrow Bay is about 270 miles south of San Francisco in the middle of California. Yep. Is this like Central Valley or something? Or? Yeah, Central Valley. Kind of like near uh, St. Louis Obispo or Santa Barbara, oh, just so, just north okay. of it. Okay. So we're, we're bebopping down the road, and he doesn't drive, but he's very critical of like how much gasoline costs and this or that. So we're, we're running on empty, and we're in the middle of California, nowhere to see gas stations. And I see one, and I've been on E for about 15 miles. I go, we're going to make it. We're going to whip a Yui on the, on the highway and go back and get some gasoline. We get stopped by a construction worker and says, hey, CHP, California Highway Patrol is going to pull you over. Can't do this. And I'm trying to have a conversation with the woman. Meanwhile, my father just continues. He yells, gasoline, gasoline, need gasoline, gasoline, gasoline. I'm like, well, that's not really helping the situation. I enjoyed it when you yelled in my ear. Yeah. I don't know. I see why you wouldn't have She it. advises us to keep going. I go, I don't know if I have enough. We keep going. So we stop. Luckily, we get to a gas station three miles down the road. He goes, shaming. This is not the cheapest gasoline. Only get $10. I go, $10? That's three gallons of gasoline, if that. No, no, no. I know cheaper places. <clears throat> he knows cheaper places in Central California. $20 is the new $10 in gas. I entertain, not, not I entertain him. We, we get $10 in gasoline. He goes, okay, no more than three miles down the road. He goes, stop <coughs> here. It's four cents cheaper. So we picked up win. seven more gallons, saved 29 cents. Saved yourself 28 cents, 28, 29 cents. 
Fast forward on the way back up from our little mini moon. He does a similar thing with the gasoline. Well, I don't know if it's cheapest here. I don't know if it's cheaper. He's going back and forth. So I have a full-on rain man, you know, sitting in my passenger mm-hmm. seat refusing to drive mm-hmm. the car. I pull over, and there's a weird veterinarian hosp- hospital, which used to be a gas station in a gas station. And he's telling me it's not the cheapest place. I flip out in Tom Cruise fashion and say, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go spend $80 in the convenience store, and then you can decide if we're filling up with gasoline. You Sounds know, like you guys had a lovely trip. It was lovely. It was much needed. Uh, and, you know, that, that kind of ended his departure back to the uh, East Coast. But I see. Well, not to just completely move on, but I'm going to completely move on. Yeah. Here. I was ordering Chinese food the other day. Um, and there's a lot of things about Chinese food that we just take for granted that we don't ever think about. Um, basically, there are entire immigrant families in the U.S. just living off the concept that Americans eat like complete shit. It's what they come here to do. Um, and I was ordering it on Uber Eats. Mm-hmm. And I'm ordering dumplings. And as a si- they offer me a side with the dumplings. Like a multiple choice option side. Dumplings are themselves a side. Yeah. And my choices of side are onion rings or chicken wings. <laughs> this is a Chinese service? Yeah. And I just... I picture the conversation that this Chinese restaurant had when they were putting this up on <clears throat> Uber Eats. They're like, offer them some sides with that. Just put, uh, you know, like onion rings, chicken wings, whatever. Is anyone really going to go for that? Uh, they're Americans. They like shit. It'll be fine. It's, it's, it's vaguely ethnic food, so they can kind of excuse themselves for it because they feel like, you know, it's not like they're eating shit with American food. Uh, when in reality they are, because Chinese food basically is American food. So what'd you go for? The, the type that we have here. Oh, uh, I got a side of onion rings. They got me. Uh, it's, it's it's basically McDonald's with a twist. So now's not an appropriate time to ask about your weight. It's been fluctuating, but within a band. So I think I'm sitting at 206. 205, 206. Basically the same as I was a few months ago. How are you doing, Big Hoss? Lost 10 pounds. Well, so when you're unemployed, you have no reason not to be in shape. So you're weighing in at what? 180. We'll mark you on the, on the whiteboard in my room. Yeah. Get out of here. Um, so are you done with the onion rings being a fat kid story? I think so. I mean, at, shortly after that, I had a point where I dipped my finger straight up into blue cheese because I was out of wings. I had some of that. <laughs> did, you, did you, Did you like, subconsciously chew on your finger? It's like I was... Trying wa- to get the meat off the bone? I was walking back into the kitchen to get a beer, and I was going to get a wing, too, but then I was out of wings. Then I saw the blue cheese sitting there, so I just had a little dip. Mm. There is nothing more uh, indulgent than consuming a condiment. With nothing else. Yes. I Just mean, why do you think celery is so popular with that? I don't know that celery counts as a condiment, really. Yeah, but it's nothing. It's like zero calories, so dipping in the blue cheese. Uh, so let's transition here to something that makes you comfortable. Let's talk about sex. So, yeah, I love uh, talking about that. You know, the roommate and I have been dating for 16 months, and the, the sex uh, escapades, they tend to dwindle as you get later in the relationship. It's not as frequent. You know, you're not like little rabbits. So it's just more me of being like, hey. By your standards. Yeah, you're feeling in the mood and. You're fucking weirdo. This or that. 
So the other day she gets to bite on it. She's like, okay, well, let me go to the bathroom. Let me freshen up. Let me do some things. <clears throat> so I see this as a perfect opportunity to pick up a quick little... Uh, you go to the bathroom to freshen up beforehand? No, she does. I mean, whatever oh, she's doing, okay, female things. Okay. I thought you were saying you did, and I would love to hear what you were she doing goes, in there. She but. goes to the bathroom. I go to the kitchen to pick up a little energy bar, mm -hmm. little RX recharge bar, chocolate, a little salt on it. Spray a little Febreze on your nuts. Get a little sugar to extra pump. So I start eating it because she's taking a little while in the bathroom. And then she's like, all right, I'm ready. So then you know, we kind of roll over to a drill. She's like, you, you plan on chewing that chocolate bar while this goes down? I go, yeah. This more efficient that way. More efficient. It's going to give me that little extra boost. Yeah. I'll tell you right what, while you're, while you're trying to do two things at once, it gives you more longevity. Distracts you. <laughs> I would recommend trying it. It worked out for everybody. Uh, I saw an elderly woman in the marina the other day. It was raining a little bit. Did you think about getting an energy bar and seeing what she's doing? In the no, 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 not not connected at all. It's just a complete non sequitur. What I saw her doing, so you know, a little bit of white drizzle going, mm. and this lady to cover her head, she has like a a, a one gallon Ziploc bag from out of her kitchen, just pulled right over <laughs> the top of her head to cover her hair. Yeah, and she's. She's walking around with it like uh, you this know. Is, this is in the marina, one of the you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, like more appearance places. If you made like a, if a kid made like a newspaper hat or something, she has it basically on like that, you know, like like lengthwise, and she's just walking around like it's no big deal. And I saw her go by, and I was like, I want to talk to that lady. Like that would be awesome. And then she was gone before I could figure it out. So did you like start walking in her direction? No, we we passed each other, and it takes you a good minute to process something like that. She was like ninety years old, and she was just walking around like it was nothing, just ziplock bag on her head. Mm. I I get the sense that it was not the first time that she had done that. More power to her, though. I, I appreciate that she's like, look, there's efficiency here. Yeah, I don't really care what people. think. She kind of she had made some adjustments for creature comforts, like she had rolled up the sides a little bit and some stuff. I mean, she she knew what she was doing on that. Yeah. Um. I don't really... I mean, I got one other thing we could talk about, but it's just more of a rant, how I dislike Phoenix, Arizona. I don't think it's really worth talking about. Do you have anything you want else want to discuss? Well, we talked about the blue cheese thing. I already said an eye for an eye and a pie for a pie. Are you worried about you being single is taking years off your life? Well, we're losing years off for our life all the time. I, I get what you're saying, which is, am I living, is my years of single living, hard living, adjusting my longevity? I don't think so. Um, what I do worry about is not getting any younger here. You have a certain je ne sais quoi about you in the last couple, I would say the last six months where your confidence, at some point. your confidence is at an all-time high, but I've seen it. Whether it's false or true, it's, it's at an all-time high, I think. Well, you know how I am. If I'm right or wrong, I'm going to say it with the exact same amount of confidence. <laughs> that is true. That's a good parlay into the report card. I, I have a good topic if you'd like to discuss that. Um, yeah, I mean, we're getting at a point here. The only other note that I've written here is that there's absolutely nothing more depressing than spending more than 15 seconds in the LinkedIn app. And I feel like I'm hitting that wall here, staring at my own notes. <laughs> It's been a lot of time on LinkedIn app, unfortunately. You know, sometimes you catch yourself in there, like you're on the shitter, and you'll get like a, you know, like a connection request or whatever, yeah. and you'll go to accept it, and then you just like get hooked by something in the like social feed or whatever, 
And all of a sudden, it's 10 minutes later, and you're like, Jesus, what have I been looking at here? The fucking LinkedIn that. Yeah, you get a deep, dark hole. It's, you know, it's been looking at articles about management styles and shit. Like, it's just fucking dumb. Uh, I hate the people that post on there so much. It, it's kind of like a well, morbid... It's, mor- it's, a, it's morbid. a facade. It's a facade. It's like, a morbid curiosity when I'm reading it because I'm just like, what have these idiots been saying? How to best optimize your CRM. This yeah, because they have it figured out, right? Because they have it fucking figured out. They have it so figured out that I'm going to blast to the fucking world this article. Well, that's the thing about LinkedIn. It's just a bunch of nonsense, right? Nobody has it figured out. Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. But if you in just business, put a bunch of bullshit Everyone's just there. making shit up. Yeah. Fake it if you make it. someone would broadcast. As one of our big-nosed friends said. Themselves an, as an expert. That being said, let's talk about how I'm an expert on you. The report card. Uh, we're going to talk about military positions. Okay. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you... Uh, all, all branches of service. All branches of service. Wide open. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Uh, I'm going to let you know. I'm a little prepared for this one. Yeah. You're a general. Mm-hmm. You know why you're a general? Why is that? A, you think you're important. We're talking one star, two star, three star? I'll give you two star. Okay. Not quite important, but you still think you're kind of the big cheese. You park in the 06 parking spot. That's my dream is middle management. I don't want to be at the top. It's too yeah, much. Yeah, so someone has elevated you quickly, unfortunately, to a prominent position in your life. And you think you're big shoots. Yeah. So, but, you know, you're a general because you're... <clears throat> You're a product of a nation of generalization, generalizers. The United States generalize everything. They read an article. They go to they go to one city in one country. They give you a whole synopsis of the country. They also read a book. They figured it out. That's kind of you, right? Okay. You, you speak with such conviction. But a general is not a general because they're general. But the general likes to bark out orders and hear the echo of his own voice. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. like to listen to anybody. And as a general... You're probably the number one listener of our podcast as well. well other- you listen to two to four times. <laughs> Dude, I mean, we get our numbers up. You get our hits up. But yeah, in uh, general. You haven't seen the hits in forever, neither have I. I, I, I forgot the login. Uh, uh, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, other people have to speak sometimes because otherwise it's just boring. You're just talking to a vacuum, right? But it, it breaks up the monotony, but I don't really want to hear what they have to say. So that's fair. I was trying to process during that what I'm going to rate you, and I think what it's going to be is a lieutenant. A lieutenant. It's like how the old Brits say lieutenant. They say lieutenant. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's one of these things where you hear it and you're just like, wait, you got to rewind the movie, and you're like, what? What? What did he just say? The subtitle says lieutenant. I swear to God, the subtitle says lieutenant, but he just pronounced it lieutenant. I think I know what that is. I've encountered this before. But for some reason, it's taken on a different color, a different 